0: Amen. Well, good to see everyone. Welcome to our monthly Fellowship Bentonville service. Happy August to you. Can you believe that we're in fall already? Uh, if you've been around Fellowship long, you all know that fall is community month, right? Every fall, we kind of ride the wave of momentum with school starting back, and we talk about our vision for cell ministry. Fellowship is a celebration of, cell model church so we come together on Sundays and celebrate Jesus and his work in our lives and then we scatter into small groups all across northwest Arkansas in homes apartments restaurants offices and we are the church throughout the week together in ourselves right and so uh this year our our series is called come together come together right now as a church boom boom ba-na-na. you know no one asked me to do that yeah I know I know I know uh, no one asked me to do that uh, for this fall series so I'm very surprised by that um, but in this in this fall series we're going to be talking about coming together growing together belonging together serving together multiplying making disciples together and across the hall John Barclay is going to be sharing about we grow we grow together. We're going to take a slight detour because in six-ish months, um, we'll be launching a campus. So today we want to talk about, with our core, um, our vision for Bentonville Community Ministry. And uh, we use the term community a lot around here. In our our new building in Bentonville, we're going to have a wall in the foyer that's going to have the word community. And what we mean by that is the connection of relationships within the body of Christ. At fellowship, we do this in small groups. We uh, we have to get into circles to have that connection of relationships. We don't do that in rows facing forward. We do that in circles. So we're going to talk about uh, today community and our vision for community. Let me start with a question: Have you ever had an experience that you say, "Man, this is, this is a wonderful experience"? I wish everyone could have a similar experience to what I've had. Uh, the first uh, thing that fires in my mind is my dad coming to Christ when I was little. My sister and I got to watch this guy, this grown man, transform before our eyes. And it was, it was amazing. So I go, man, I wish every kid could see their parents change right before their eyes. What a wonderful experience that was. Another thing I think of is my uh, me and Sarah's experience in community. We have had just a wonderful uh, experience within relationships within the body of Christ here at Fellowship. In 2007, um, my wife's dad uh, died of, suddenly of a heart attack. And we're in community group. And uh, we had community group friends uh, drive down to Dallas and go to the funeral with us. We had other community group friends who stayed here. They cleaned our house. They decorated our house. They left little gifts. And it really felt like Jesus is, um, like he was hugging us through the body of Christ. And so we've had a number of those type of of. of just feeling cared for and served and loved by this body and uh, it's been it's been wonderful um, even recently we were without a kitchen for 11 weeks uh, and I don't recommend that that was not fun but our community group invited us over to their house to have dinner brought us meals and uh, it's just it's just wonderful to be in community uh, with other believers so we are going to talk today um, and look at Kind of the ideal for community, which we're going to look at right now, and then the reality of community as well, right? So the ideal, if you've got uh, your Bible, um, we won't spend much time in this passage, but Acts chapter 2 probably paints the the prettiest picture of community uh, that I see in Scripture. The early church, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. In this passage, we see the early church belonging to one another. We see the early church growing together. We see the early church serving one another. And we see multiplication. We see the Lord adding to their number daily. And it is a wonderful picture. When I read this passage, I ask a couple questions like, How long did this go on for? And did these people have jobs? Um, because the only time that I've experienced this um, for, for kind of in a, long, a prolonged period of time is, is short-term mission trips. Short-term mission trips honestly feel a lot like the early church. You're living together, you're studying the Word, you're, you're, you're existing to, to minister, and you're doing it all together as a team. Um, but daily life is difficult. And so some people can look at this passage and be disappointed in their experience with community, right? They, uh, ministry's messy. People are broken. And so um, it is important that we, that we think about just the reality of it as well. Dietrich Bonhoeffer said this, Innumerable times, the whole Christian community has broken down because it has sprung from a wish dream. I like that phrase, a wish dream. The serious Christian set down for the first time in a Christian community is likely to bring with him a very definite idea of what Christian life together should be and try to realize it. But God's grace speedily shatters such dreams. I call it uh, life or people. He calls it God's grace. Um, Every human wish dream that is injected into Christian community is a hindrance to genuine community, And must be banished if genuine community is to survive. He who loves his dream of community more than the Christian community itself becomes a destroyer of the latter, even though his personal intentions may be so ever so honest and earnest and sacrificial. That's a good word for us because it's easy sometimes when things go wrong in community to cut community and to bow out. But uh, we wanna be realistic. Uh, I've chuckled a few times. I've heard some of our staff tell Mark Schatzman, man, we're really excited about your leadership. And Mark says, prepare to be disappointed. Uh, prepare to be underwhelmed, and I laugh and I go, "That's pretty good, though." It's 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 not overexpecting, not putting too much on any person or on the church or on people. So we want to we want to be realistic about community. Uh, nevertheless, here's our vision for community. And when we say community, we we oftentimes exchange that with small groups here at Fellowship. So. Here's our vision. Simple. Belong, grow, serve, and multiply. We think this is comprehensive enough to describe really well what a group should look like and and the the purpose of group and the value of group, but it's simple enough that we can memorize it, right? So if someone asks you, man, we'd love to be, uh, or tell us about community groups at fellowship, this would be a great thing to start with. We believe community groups are a place to belong a place to grow, a place to serve, and a place to multiply. And so say that with me, belong, grow, serve, multiply. And uh, y'all can be our ambassadors for community um, through these phrases. So we'll take some time and look at these a little more in depth, each one, okay? Start with belong. Romans 12, 4 and 5 says, Just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ, we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. And then an interesting thought that I belong to you, you belong to me, we belong to each other. And uh, that is not American. That is not a very American thought. Uh, we, we typically are very independent, but if you read the scriptures, man, the interconnectedness that is, that is described here over and over and over, right? Did y'all know that there are over 50 one another's of the New Testament? These one another's, these are imperatives. These are commands that God gives us to say, hey, this is how you must treat one another, this is your obedience to me, is displayed in how you treat one another. Here's, here's an example of some of the one another's. Be devoted to one another, admonish, care for, forgive, submit, serve, pray for, confess to one another. Now, we we don't do that that in worship services. We we typically don't participate in the one-anothers of church. On a Sunday morning. That's why it's important for us to be in ongoing relationships with others within the body of Christ. And that's why we have the form of community groups. And so um, for us to belong to each other, it's uh, just—it's imperative. We're getting together regularly and practicing these one another's. The flip side of the coin of belonging is helping others belong. And we have an opportunity to do that. It might be maybe our, our biggest opportunity as we move to a new congregation. Did y'all know that net, we have 34 people a day moving to Benton County. That's over 12,000 a year to Centerton, to Gravit, to Bentonville, Pea Ridge. Um, over 12,000. And so we have an opportunity to help Others belong. Y'all may have seen uh, this sign at the momentary in Bentonville. I love this message. You belong here. And I hope Fellowship Bentonville screams this message without having a pink bright sign on our building, but that people get this sense that, man, I belong here. I hope people come to Fellowship Bentonville and go, that is the most welcoming church I have ever been a part of. And you know how that will happen? us, all of us doing our job and welcoming and helping others belong. And so it's a great opportunity each of us have. As people ask y'all, I had, I had a couple come up after the 930 service, first service at fellowship. And they said, so um, how do we connect? How do we belong at fellowship? How do, how do you get connected? Um, y'all can help. Here, here's, here's what you tell people. Discover. Start with Discover Fellowship. That's a great um, beginning step coming to fellowship. Secondly, get in as many relational circles as you possibly can. Community group, men's group, women's group. Go to Camp 34, Camp 56, family camp. Get a uh, men's retreat, women's retreat. Get in as many relational environments as possible. Continue to put yourself out there. I think what most of us fall into is over-expecting what we can accomplish in a short amount of time. Like people want microwave community, and it just doesn't happen. It's crockpot. It's continuing to show up over and over, putting ourselves in relational environments. And before, before we know it, we're like, huh, I feel like I belong. Another way, uh, the last way I'd encourage you all to tell people to connect at fellowship is to worship one service and serve one service. When you serve, you get a sense of belonging and connection that doesn't, that can't happen any other way. If you're serving in a ministry area, you get to know all the other families in that area. You get to know other people that you're serving alongside, and you get to know all the people you're serving. And so um, worship in one service and serve another, great way to belong at fellowship. Let's move on to grow. Hebrews 10, 24, and 25 says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. We come to Christ one at a time, but we grow together. You all been watching the Olympics? Any of y'all watching the Olympics? One thing we know about every athlete in the Olympics is that none of them have trained in isolation. Not one athlete in the Olympics has just trained by themselves and wound up in the Olympics. They all train together. The reason is, the same reason that people go to CrossFit and group fitness classes is because when you're with other people, you do things that you will not do by yourself, right? Right? Uh, I will not plank at home. I just don't do that. I will not. You won't see me in a plank position at home. If I go to a a group that is all planking, I'll probably plank. Not for long, but that's about the only time I'll plank. Because we help one another grow, right? We push, we spur one another on toward love and good deeds. It's the same way that happens uh, spiritually, Um, We have some spiritual activities that we can participate in. And these four in particular are things that I won't do to the same extent unless I'm with other people. I got to pray. I do pray. Um, I, but I don't pray for the extended, extended amounts of time that I'll pray, um, with other people. So every Thursday morning at eight 30, I'm on a zoom call with a bunch of other people. It's actually the only zoom call I like, um, because mostly we're closing our eyes and we're praying together. So let me just turn off the screen and listen. Um, but it's a wonderful thing to be able to pray with other believers and that hour flies by because I get to be encouraged by other people's hearts, lifted up to the Lord. If you want to join us, we'd we'd love to have you every Thursday morning at 8.30. Also, scripture memory. Um, I I don't do a good job of memorizing scripture on my own, but I will with other people. And so uh, this last year, the guys from our community group met every Wednesday morning at Panera, 6 a.m. And we memorized a couple verses a week there was a lot of cramming on Tuesday nights, a lot of cramming on Tuesday nights, which was good because without the group, I wouldn't have been cramming on Tuesday nights, right? Um, Bible studies the same way I read scripture daily, but I, I don't go to the same depth that I do. And I don't gain the insights that I do from studying the Bible with other people. It's so fun to be able to open up God's word with a group. So we we grow together. Here's the caveat of, of these growth activities. It's that uh, these activities are not ends in themselves. And so we know that knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. We know God wants our obedience, not just our learning. Now, if our learning leads to obedience, awesome. I love Francis Chan's illustration of this, where he says, uh, he tells his son, go clean your room. And his son said, uh, it goes away, comes back, and he said, Dad, I memorized what you told me. And he said, good, go clean your room. Um, And then he comes back again. He said, Dad, I got together with a group of my friends, and we talked about what it would mean for one to clean their room. That's fine that's good. Go go ahead and clean your room. Um, Dad, guess what? I looked up, clean your room in Greek. And it's not interested in that, right? Then the same way, the Lord is not impressed by our learning if it doesn't lead to obedience. So we want to be obedient followers of Jesus, and, but training really can help us love God and love people well, right? So we encourage one another toward love and good deeds. Serve. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom. Jesus is our example. What, a, what an amazing example to be able to follow in Jesus' footsteps and serve others. He tells us it's more blessed to give than to receive. And I look around this room and I say, this is a group that has experienced this. This is a group that has experienced the joy of serving and that it is it is better to give than to receive. And so as community groups, we can serve together and uh, and make a, a huge difference for Christ. We've got arrows in serving. That would be uh, within our group, within our church. And then also arrows out serving. That would be in our community with our neighbors and uh It's a great opportunity we have both within our body and outside of our body to be obedient in serving. Um, Some kind of more organizational service ideas. Now, for sure, there's organic uh, ways that we can serve with neighbors, friends. We'll come across needs all the time. If we're asking the Lord, if we wake up and say, Lord, would you show me who you want me to serve today? He'll answer. He'll show us ways to do that. But here's some ways uh, more organizationally. Welcome and connection ministry. I love meeting new people. I think it is one of, um, one of, probably my passion in ministry is stewarding our most valuable resource we have at Fellowship, and that's people. And uh, new people, leaders, um, and we need, we're going to need a lot of help uh, to welcome and connect people well, both on Sunday mornings, to welcome and connect people as well as during the week. So the way it works now, someone fills out a little form online, says I'm new. Um, it comes to us and we want every one of those people to have someone call them or text them or email them and say, hey, we'd love to get to know you. Can we go to coffee and have a face-to-face time to get to know people and really welcome and connect people on a personal level. But there's going to need to be a lot of us to do that. So if that's an interest, a passion of yours, please uh, send me an email. We'd love to invite you to join us in welcome, welcoming and connecting others to the body. Um, kids and student ministry. This is such a fun way to serve. If uh, if you've got an opportunity, you you would have a blast serving in kids and student ministry, and then Samaritan Community Center in Rogers. Great ministry partner, and uh, and just has a ton of things that people can serve, even as a whole community group together. So um, that's serving, and then our last one is multiply. Jesus said, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. We believe that we can make a huge difference for Christ in our community together. We'd love to see more people in our small groups than come on Sunday mornings. Our student ministry sees that. Our student ministry has more people in cell groups than come on Sunday mornings. We would love for that to be the case. We have so many um, opportunities to multiply our influence in our communities. Um, to illustrate that, let me share a little illustration. It's a weird one. So stick with me. It's a strange illustration. Um, imagine this scenario. So someone comes up to you and says, we have a, a village. It's going to be the, on the brink of starvation in five years. We have um, two ants. It's a weird illustration. You can, you can either choose to have two, to feed this village by two adult elephants, or two infant rabbits. That's your choice. You can choose either the elephants or the rabbits. And so if you're like me, you may go, oh, elephants, much, much heavier, better food source, right? Still sounds gross eating elephant meat, but uh, but you might think uh, that would be better. But you would be mistaken. Here's why biology lesson. Um, Elephants are fertile only four times per year and carry one baby for 22 months per pregnancy, starting at 18 years of age. At three years, two elephants become three, producing 26,000 pounds of food. In five years, it's 38,000 pounds of food. Rabbits, however, are practically continuously fertile and carry an average of seven babies for one month per pregnancy. Starting at four months of age. At three years, two rabbits become 50,000 and produce 661,000 pounds of food. In five years, two rabbits become 69 million, producing 925 pounds of food. Now, y'all stuck with me this long. Let's think about this in terms of a church strategy. Fellowship is an elephant church. We are large. We have buildings. We have paid staff. And if our heart is to reach our communities for Christ, very, very difficult to reproduce, right? Fayetteville took five years. Bentonville is taking five years to reproduce. This body It's very difficult. However, our community groups, meeting homes, not staff unpaid or not paid by the church. And so these, these groups can multiply and can meet the needs of our community. And so that's why we really believe that community groups are a great place to belong, a great place to serve, a great place to grow and to multiply. And that's to meet our, uh, to, to reach those who won't just come to a building, right? There are people in our communities who are lost people who are looking, people who are let down, and they won't come to a building, so we can go to them in our small groups. Well, here's some multiplication questions that each of us can ask ourselves and ask our community groups. How can I or we help produce and release spiritual leaders? We're gonna need a lot more leaders at Fellowship Bentonville, a lot more, and that's just to receive people that are gonna be coming. If we are going to reach out Just think how many we'll need. If we want to have more people in small groups than come on Sunday mornings, we're going to need a lot more leaders. Am I or are we reaching out beyond our group? Do we sense spiritual vitality and a healthy growth trajectory in our group? If you sense stagnation in your group, launch a new group. New groups, new leaders bring life. And uh, so launch a new group. Who's on your heart for heaven? How can we pray with one another for others to experience the joyful life of following Christ? It really is fun to be able to pray within our community groups and, uh, and pray for people that we want to see know follow Christ in, uh, in Northwest Arkansas and in the world. So here's a summary of, of our, our vision for community. We want community that is both deep and wide. We want community that's transparent and welcoming, uh, that looks within the group and sees needs, that looks outside of the group and sees needs, that grows together and also serves together, that sees lives changed and multiplies life change, that shares life together and invites others to join, that is significant and influential. Now, y'all might feel the tension between those two, right? Group, uh, community groups that are deep, and wide. And so that's why community group leadership and community groups are an art, not a science. We got to be prayerful and ask the Lord, Lord, who do you see in our groups that need to be multiplied as leaders? Lord, where are you leading us? What are you doing circumstantially in my lives? Who, who are you bringing into our life? Maybe we need to start a group. Um, and so we want to be prayerful in this process. Well, you may ask, okay, what is my role in community in, in con- these connect- this connection of relationships within the body? Um, join us in prayer. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his into his harvest field. Join us in community. Maybe you've been out of community for a while. Jump back in. Uh, Join us in leadership and welcoming, connecting others and developing leaders and blessing, serving, reaching out to those in our community. So that is our vision for community. Community is a place to belong, a place to grow, a place to serve, a place to multiply. And we know that community cannot happen without our unity with Christ. So our common unity is found in Jesus. And if we're meeting together, but we lose sight of our relationship with Him, it's just, it just it pales in comparison to our relationship with Christ. So we're going to do that this morning through communion, and uh, encourage you all to grab your elements and um, take off that top little layer of plastic, and uh, encourage you to spend just a moment and think about the connection that Jesus provides for each of us to have relationships with one another. That our relationships with one another cannot exist to the same extent without that connection with Christ. And so we take uh, communion together with gratitude. And we remember that Jesus, uh, on the night before he was betrayed, took bread and broke it. And he said, this is my body. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's take together. In the same way, Jesus took the cup and said, this is my blood shed for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's take together. Jesus, we're grateful. Lord, thank you for sending your son on our behalf, so that we can have relationship with you and can have rich relationships with one another. Lord, we want to follow you. We want to walk with you. And uh, would you give us that wonderful experience of doing that together? We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.